Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining us. This is episode number three of Highlighting the Best of Youth Sports, brought to you by Numbers Don't Lie Productions. Here we go. Welcome to Highlighting the Best of Youth Sports, where we bring you insights from top athletes, their sports journey, and those positively impacting the youth sports community. If you're ready like we are, let's go. Welcome to episode number three of our new show, Highlighting the Best of Youth Sports. We had a great opportunity to interview standout female soccer player, Kira Enzaldo, and her father, Matt. We covered many topics, including Kira's soccer journey, the college recruitment process, her trip to France with FIFA to watch the Women's World Cup, and much more. Real quick before we get into the interview with Kira, please remember to subscribe, rate, and review. We also ask that you share this episode with one person that you think it may bring some value to. And finally, send us a message over on all of our social media platforms or via email. We'd love to hear what you think of the show and what you'd like to see in the future. Now let's get into this episode. I want to welcome Kira and we also have her father, Matt, with us. And I want to welcome you guys to highlighting the best of youth sports. Uh, Thank you so much for taking the time to be here today. How are you guys doing? We're good. How are you? Doing great. Thanks for having us. Excellent. Excellent. I'm, I'm very good. Uh, I'm very excited to chat with you today uh, about your sports journey, Kira. Um, for those that may not be familiar with you, can you take a few moments to tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, how old you are, where you're from, and what sports you compete in? Yeah, so my name is Kira Nzaldo. I'm 17 years old. I'm from Bakersfield, California, and I play soccer. I first started playing soccer in AYSO when I was four, and then from about four to 12, I started playing club soccer. And then from 12 to 17, I got a personal trainer and that really piqued my skill and helped me a lot in the development of me as a player. Excellent. And uh, so you're 17 now, are you, you're a senior in high school, is that correct? Yeah, senior in high school. Okay. And uh, you're one of the top female soccer players in Southern California. I know you're a, you're a ranked athlete and one of the uh, only females in Kern County, which is where you're from. Can you tell us what motivates you to play soccer at such a high level and what's the funnest part about the game for you? Yeah, so what um, motivates me is actually my favorite athlete or soccer player, actually, Alex Morgan. I actually attended her soccer camp when I was younger, and that really inspired me to love the game of soccer and it really wanted made me want to be the best player I could be actually excellent and what's your favorite part uh about the game when you're you know when you're in the middle of the competition in the game what's your favorite part about it uh for me it's the competition I love competition excellent we love that now, I believe at 14 years old, uh, you were verbally offered a scholarship to play at the D1 level. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit more about that, uh, what school that was, and uh, maybe where you're at right now on your decision on where you may be going to school? Yeah. So that offer was from CSUB Cal State Bakersfield, which is the local Division One college here in Bakersfield. And um, right now in my recruiting process, I'm being recruited by schools from the D1 level all the way to the NAIA level, and I'll be making my decision in February to where I'm going to college. Okay. 
And for those that may be interested, maybe soccer players that are going through the process, is there a timeline for you your senior year when you can announce maybe when you can commit or when colleges can maybe start talking to you? Um, February, uh, when colleges can start talk, talking to me was like sophomore, junior year. Now, I know that this past summer, uh, you were invited by uh, FIFA to go watch the Women's World Cup. Is that correct? And the, fi the final game? Yeah, the final game. So tell us about that. How, how did you get that opportunity? And tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so FIFA actually contacted me and invited me to attend the final game in Lyon, France with a plus one. Um, it was a really cool experience, actually, you know, inspired me majorly. So I got to attend the game. Um, you know, it was just a crazy experience. I met people from all around the world. Some of my uh, closest friends were from Argentina, China, Japan. You know, it was just a really cool experience. You know, I thank FIFA for that experience because, you know, without them, it wouldn't have been possible. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Now, now, how did FIFA come to um, get in contact with you or uh, connect with you? How did they learn about you and um, get you that opportunity? So I'm actually a part of the FIFA fan movement, which is a community of people who love the game of soccer from all around the world. So that's how they kind of found out about me. And then, you know, we follow each other through different platforms of social media. And that's how they got in contact with me. Excellent. Now, you're getting ready to make your decision in February for which uh, college you're going to commit to. Uh, have you thought about yet um, what you want to major in? Yeah. So I want to major in communications or journalism because I want to be a journalist when I grow up. Okay. Or journalist, preferably. Okay. Excellent. So I want to transition a little bit to school and um, just kind of get a little bit beyond soccer and beyond sports a little bit. Uh, now, I understand you have a pretty high GPA, 3.7. Is that correct? Yeah. So uh, for those of those young athletes that may be listening here, how, how do you think that uh, having a good GPA and focusing on your education has been helping you through the recruiting process and, and getting ready to that next step with college? Yeah, what colleges look for is not just your ability in sports, it's also your academic ability. If you don't have both, then, you know, colleges are going to think you're not disciplined and, you know, it, it translates to the field, your academics, if that makes sense. Excellent. Yep, absolutely. Um, what's your favorite, I, I know you want to um, major in communications and journalism. Do you have a, a favorite subject right now in school, in high school that you, that you take? Yeah, so it's my English class, but it's actually called ERWC. It's helped me a lot with my essays and writing and stuff like that because it kind of teaches me like the proper techniques of writing essays and it's journalist. So I've learned a lot in that class. Excellent. Now, out, outside of uh, your soccer and your sports, um, do you have any other hobbies? What do you like to do for fun outside of sports? I actually volunteer my time at a pet rescue in which I help neglected pets. Um, I play, I take care of them. So that's pretty cool. And then I also enjoy listening to music. My favorite genres are rap, hip hop, and pop. Excellent. So it, it looks like you're already off to a, I'm going to transition over to kind of building your own brand. And it looks like you're already off uh, to a pretty 
um, significant start with journalism, with uh, communications, uh, with your YouTube channel. And uh, I think our audience can tell right now that you're uh, very impressive and, and well-spoken, but uh, you've also got a very impressive YouTube channel. You have over 11,000 uh, subscribers. Can you tell us about your channel and, and what it's about? Yeah, so my channel's main focus is to inspire young girls to um, live out their dream of playing soccer. Um, my my hashtag is actually go Kira and through my four platforms that I use, which are Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and my website, I kind of link those all together to get um, the audience, my audience really engaged into my YouTube channel. Excellent. Now, do you have any, anyone that's looking to uh, start their own YouTube channel? Do you have any best practices you would, uh, you know, where would they start and um, what can they do on a regular basis to maybe start building their own brand and, and their own YouTube channel or uh, social media channel? Um, I would just say, don't worry about the followers. Don't worry about the likes, just produce good content. And if you produce good content, the likes and follows, followers will come. And you're obviously doing a great job with that. And hopefully someday we uh, look to join you in uh, YouTube and being able to catch up to you, but we're way behind with numbers. Don't lie, but uh, <laughs> you're doing an amazing job with it. And I, and I know you, you post uh, regularly and consistently and uh, you do a great job with it. Congratulations on that. Yeah. Thank you. So I, with social media, uh, especially with uh, young athletes and now, you know, there's a lot of focus on building your own brand and, uh, kids younger and younger getting on social media. Uh, hopefully, for the most part, as, as they're, they're pretty young, they have parental guidance doing it. But um, there are some pitfalls uh, in social media. And I want to read something to you um, and kind of get your take on it from a, a D1 coach. And it says, recruits, uh, social media does matter. I have now dropped 15 recruits this year because of their Twitter posts, likes, or retweets. Uh, explicit images, racist words, and demeaning posts are unacceptable. Your thumbs are killing your opportunities. And this is from a D1 football coach. Uh, how does that resonate with you? What do you, what do you take from that? And uh, do you have any words of wisdom for those that are on social media to kind of avoid uh, making mistakes? Yeah, social media is public to everyone. So um, my my dad actually um, is on my social media as well. And you know whatever you're portraying you know the colleges are going to see it so you know you want you want the colleges you want to produce a positive image of yourself now kira you're one of our uh, ambassadors and we just started our ambassador program this year because it's something we wanted to start we we wanted to uh, find some athletes that were inspiring um, you're definitely an inspiring athlete and, a, and an influence on social media and your particular channel where you're most influential is uh, on, on YouTube. But I wanted to um, ask you what your thoughts were on the ambassador program. Uh, and as we go into next year into our second year with the ambassador program, what are some things numbers don't lie might be able to do for you guys as athletes that are in the ambassador program to just make the program a little more beneficial to you and to bring you more value? Um, yeah, it's a great program. I actually want to thank you for um, inviting me to be an NDL ambassador. I want to thank you for that. Um, I've really enjoyed it. I think it's, I think it's a good program. Um, some things that you can help me with are just, you know, highlight videos. Um, you know, we can collaborate on different social media platforms and I think that can help both of us in the long run. Uh, 
Well, yes, I, I agree uh, with you on that. And actually, what I want to do is with this uh, one of being one of our first podcasts is I'm going to produce it for you and then also send it to you guys if you want to uh, upload it to your YouTube channel or different social media links as well. And um, we'll use some uh, cover photos and stuff since you, it, this one is by phone, but uh, at least that may be something you can put on your channel as well and we can kind of cross promote it. Yeah, that's perfect. Great. So uh, Kira, uh, if I could, I want to transition over a little bit and speak with your dad for just a few minutes and then we'll come back to you. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Matt, how are you, sir? Hey, pretty good. Good. So uh, I wanted to get your advice for our listeners just on uh, raising a, an elite and competitive athlete coming up through high school youth sports. And as you guys are going through this college uh, journey together um, with Kira, do you have any advice for parents that are trying to, you know, balance school and athletics, uh, raising an athlete that's, um, uh, that is definitely one, uh, one that's going to be possibly going to D1? Um, yeah. You know, the thing is, is parents just have to be patient. Um, I, you know, Kira's 17 now. She started playing sports when she was four. So we've had uh, a roller coaster ride where things have been really great and things have been really, you know, crummy. Um, you know, youth sports is fun and it's probably as a parent, one of the most rewarding things, um, at, you know, that, that you can do is, is watch your kids play sports. Um, but you know, um, the kids have to want it. And that's the one thing that I noticed about Kira is, you know, at, at nine years old, a lot of people don't know this. And she may not want me to tell the story, but at nine years old, she tried out for a, a very good club team in town and was told she wasn't good enough. And at that time, at nine years old, she could have quit. I, I actually told her maybe you should play a different sport, but it was her heart and her determination. She said, no, I'm going to continue to play soccer. And what can you do to help me? And uh, we made a plan. We, you know, we started working out. We got our personal trainer. And in two years, she was playing on that same club team, playing two years up and scored 23 goals in a season and was ranked on, you know, top draw soccer as a top player to watch for the class of 2020. So things can change very quickly. You can go from being an average athlete to being a, a top athlete, but you, the, yeah, as a parent, you have to guide them in the right direction. But as, uh, you know, the athlete, they have to want it. And the key is to not quit, keep going, and to never give up. Excellent advice. And, and I, I completely agree with that. And, and we've learned over time and uh, being in the sports industry and, and coaching and working with other coaches that there's three things, um, and you, you mentioned them all, is one, they have to want to play the game, whatever sport they're, they're in. Um, two is uh, once – once you realize they do want to go down that path, you have to get them to the right coaching. And it sounds like you guys have done that. Both you and Kira mentioned, uh, you know, the personal trainers and, and helping out in that area. And, and then the final thing is just they got to get out and they got to practice. And, um, you, you know, you, you guys both, um, your, your family and, and Kira have done an excellent job. And it looks like she's getting ready to go to that next level. So uh, one, one thing I want to ask you, Matt, is when it comes to uh, – you know, I, I've got three kids and we are super busy with, with all the sports and school. And how do you balance and, and maintain that, that, 
you know, family life that you need, but also at the same time, make sure that they're getting their academics done and, and stay on top of them. And I mean, hopefully, you know, by the time they're a senior in high school, they're taking care of themselves, but that balance is tough for, for parents as well. How, how did you manage that and how are you managing that? Yeah, as a parent, you're in the driver's seat. So you're choosing what team they play for. You choose their practice hours. And eventually they're going to tell you, yes, I want to keep going or no, I don't. But, um, you know, the one thing that we did as a family is uh, we slowed down. Instead of, instead of trying to keep up with the Joneses, so to speak, and do more training and play on more teams and go to more tournaments, um, we built a home uh, gym in our garage. And she works out every single day in that garage by herself. Uh, listening to her hip-hop music and I'll go in there and we might uh, put something on Instagram or we might do a video and put it on YouTube and then when we contact college coaches we send them that information and they the ones that are interested really like that they like that she works out alone they like that she's a little bit different and um, you know to answer your question what do you do when things get so busy my my suggestion is just um, slow down on the traveling and slow down on the tournaments and focus on your development. Every sport, you have to develop those skills so that when that athlete fills out and is 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 years old, um, those, aren't, those aren't the times to develop skills. Those are, those are the times to develop um, strength. Um, so that's what we've been focusing on with Kira is um, not, trying not to travel so much, staying with the private trainer, uh, working out in the garage, and um, she's got a lot of free time to, to focus on her schoolwork, which is, um, you know, her number one priority. Um, a lot of these colleges that we're, con that we're talking with uh, won't even let her go to the College ID camp if she didn't have a 3.5 or higher. Um, a lot of the, the money that they're offering you is based on your SAT scores and your GPA, and very little to do with your athleticism. Um, because they can pull money from different departments at the school. So um, I would tell parents to focus on grades, focus on GPA, focus on getting a good SAT score and working on uh, developing uh, your child's skills. Um, and, not, and, and don't play in so many tournaments and, and don't do so much traveling. That, that's great advice. And I appreciate that so much. Thank you, uh, Matt. Um, just real quick, uh, I just want to do a quick kind of customer survey of you uh, for numbers don't lie. And uh, one of the questions we like asking is what role are, you know, as you're getting to the end of the recruitment process, what role do highlight and skills video play in uh, the recruitment process for athletes? It is actually a very key component. Um, nowadays, uh, well, you know, the, the only experience we have is uh, women's college soccer and they don't have these, enormous budgets like college football or basketball do. Um, so these coaches don't get on planes and drive across the country to watch kids play. Um, so having a numbers don't lie highlight video to send to a college coach, um, which can easily be done in 30 seconds via email and have them watch that video um, is essential in getting recruited because these colleges aren't gonna come out and watch you play. You're gonna either have to go to them or you're gonna to have to show them a highlight video. It, it's also another way to save money. Um, we've been contacted by a lot of colleges and they all want us to come to campus and they want us to go to the camp, but they aren't gonna pay for it. 
Um, so we don't go to those things. So what we do instead is we send them highlight videos. And the ones that are interested know right away and they contact us and say, uh, you know, we, we really like her speed off the ball. We like this, we like that. And, you know, some of them have also told us we don't like this or we don't like that. Just based on the, on the, uh, on the um, videos that we send them. So yeah, uh, what you guys are doing with those highlight videos, I think every parent should have a couple of them it, um, during their child's uh, developmental stages, uh, but definitely have one at 16, 17, and 18 years old when you're contacting colleges. So you can at least get in front of their computer if you can't get in front of them on the field. Great. Yeah, that, that's good information. And that's exactly what we're trying to do is, is make it easier for everyone to get those videos produced and to do it at, at a at a reasonable price. Um, Matt, what has been your experience in working with us at, at Numbers Don't Lie, just uh, overall with Kira as an ambassador? And uh, I know we did one video for you guys using your content. What's been your experience working with us? Oh, it's been great. You know, when you contacted me via Instagram, I thought to myself, is there any other companies out there that do what you do? And there's, there's not. There's, it, it, I mean, what you do is uh, a very niche uh, market where you're providing uh, social media, um, you're providing highlight videos, and then you're also giving the kids a platform to be a part of your uh, ambassador program where they can, you know, hashtag NDL Nation or NDL Ambassador, and then they get to see what other kids that are just like them that are excelling in a different sport or same sport are doing. And uh, for us, it's been a joy to watch some of those amazing athletes on your, on your uh, Instagram um, channels. Uh, it just gives, you know, we're, we're, I guess we're from a small town uh, and there's a lot of great athletes here, but when you put it on a national scale and you look at all the athletes that you have uh, and that you're promoting, it uh, really helps keep Kira motivated and, you know, it helps keep her going. So keep going. Numbers don't lie. Yeah. You guys are doing great. Oh, thank you so much. And we, we've cut, we've noticed too, um, some of our most um, appreciative and, and influential athletes that we've had, uh, Kira being one, uh, but we've got uh, Dylan Ford is another one are from really small towns. And that was one of the things that uh, attracted um, them to what we're doing is, is the ability to get kids um, a little bit more exposure uh, alongside with kids that are, are around the country and even around the world. So it's been really fun to do. And I appreciate you guys uh, going along this journey with us. I, I really do. Oh, no, I was going to say thank you. We, we appreciated you reaching out to us um, about a year and a half ago. It was great. Absolutely. Okay, so uh, if we can uh, get Kira back on, and I'm going to go through our final four uh, rapid-fire questions with her. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, what's your one big goal for the next year? My one big goal for next year is to be an All-American on whatever college level I'm playing at. Now, I believe I'll be able to do that with um, hard work, focus, and determination. Love that answer. Okay, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received from a coach or a parent? Uh, the best piece of advice I've ever received is to leave it all out on the field, which enforces, for me, no regret. Give it your all, you know, blood, sweat, tears, just leave it all out there. Okay, very good. And I think you already answered this, but uh, we'll see if, you, if it's the same answer. Who's your favorite athlete and why? Uh, my favorite athlete is Alex Morgan, but um, – 
something kind of cool about that uh, story is I've looked up to her ever since I was 10 years old and I actually got my number from her. So I wear my soccer number, which is 13. And I actually got that from her and I've worn it ever since. I love that. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, Kira, where can people follow you and find out more about the, your sports, the, the sports journey you're on? Uh, what, what's your social media handles and where can they find you? Yeah, so people can find me through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, my website, or YouTube. And my handle is GoKira, G-O-K-Y-R-A. And my website is GoKira.com. Well, I want to thank you so much, uh, both you and your father, for being with us today. Um, it's, this has been a really good interview. I'm looking forward to putting uh, the final touches on it and uh, getting it launched in a couple weeks. So thank you very much. Good luck to you. And uh, we're really looking forward to uh, seeing which school you choose in February. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having us. Okay, thank you, guys. Have a good evening. Bye, right, you too. Okay, bye. Bye. NDL Nation, we hope you enjoyed show number three with Kira and her father, Matt. Thank you so much, as always, for being part of this journey with us. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share this episode with someone that may enjoy it. Take a screenshot of the show, post it, and tag us on Instagram. Let us know that you're listening. Please remember to join us over on all of our social media platforms and let us know what you thought about the show. Any and all feedback is always welcome. We want this to be the best show possible for you, our audience. Until our next episode, go out and win the day and never miss your opportunity to be great. Thank you for listening to Highlighting the Best of Youth Sports at www.numbersdontlie.biz.